As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort and I'm Donna Dunk. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most of them. Oh my God. Episode one, zero, nine, six of <coughs> down to duck. <laughs> you can find us on the athletic and anywhere else. You subscribe to your podcast or the athletic.com backslash down to duck and get the athletic for 30%. Oh, my work. Enjoy this morning by Andrew. Like I say, I'm just fired up to be here today. <laughs> Slam through. Taylor. Hey, 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 how do you get a squirrel to like you? Act like a nut. Once upon a time, I was falling in love, but now I'm only falling apart. There's nothing I can do. Slam through. And Alex. It's Jay. Hey, hey, Jay. <laughs> I told Alex, I wonder how long you could pretend to be Jay and people wouldn't know on the pod. I apologize. I had chip particulates. I know. I was, I was really... Chip particulates. <laughs> it's really worried. And the new intro, I don't know where to start going. You just go I right just, after Shay's done. I know. I need to... What I need to... I'll you'll, get it. You'll get there. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll you'll get, get there. I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, I brought a bag of potato chips from Portland, Juanitas. And tortilla uh, chips. Not potato tortilla chips. chips. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tortilla chips. And tortilla they're, chips. And, and they're and, sponsoring the show today. And they're good. And they're stuck in Luke's throat. And they're good. <laughs> I mean, you need some more water? What I need with them. A little bit of, I mean, they're by themselves, they're good. But I need some little salsa. I could bring some salsa. Do you guys prefer a, a juicy salsa or a thicky salsa? Oh, pure juice. I like a juicy really? salsa. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Andrew? Thicky? Uh, yeah, thick. Mm. Thick. Get 
thick out of here. I need juice. You just yeah, like, like dipping in juice. juice, like just soak in the juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And scoop up the juice. Yeah, just squeeze a tomato over top. Scoop the <laughs> juice. <laughs> that yeah. Sounds like a good slogan. Scoop the juice. Scoop the juice. Scoop the juice. You know who was the scooping the juice last night? It was the Oklahoma City Thunder. Woo, Whoa, baby. And the, well, that was one of the weirdest games, honestly. Why? Because they looked so good. No, because Mike Michael Malone. Michael Malone was. The most petty, he's easily the most petty coach in the league, and it's not even close. He was so mad at the way that his starters played the entire game that he benched them the entire fourth quarter in a game that got within nine, and there's six minutes left, and you're just, I'm just sitting there looking over at the bench like, he's got to, Jokic has got to unzip that hoodie at some point and throw it off and get in this game, and he never did. In fact, they went deeper into the bench <laughs> rather than putting them back in the game. An, an extremely winnable game. Shea went absolutely cold. He was taking the the most difficult threes that you can imagine. And man, it was just it was just a weird game. I don't know. I I mean, can were, you name? Were you in the? Uh... Did you get to do the Malone presser afterwards? Were you there? I no. I went and we went and talked to Mark, um, but because it was funny, you know, a lot of times when coaches do that, we've seen coaches do that before. Yeah. they'll just be like, "Well, I like the way my bench was playing, so right. I just wanted to give them a chance." But he was like, "They didn't deserve to come oh, I, back." Yeah, I listened to it afterwards. It was like very direct. Yeah, don't you love that from an NBA coach using this like high school? Coach <laughs> like Hoosiers, tactic Hoosiers tactic to like dude, actually accept a loss in the NBA with grown adults. So I was watching the DNVR uh, like live pod yeah, yeah, right yeah. after the game, yeah. And they were so pissed, and the guy was saying, "If you like Hoosiers, you probably like that yeah. game." Yeah. But I hate yeah. Hoosiers. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Hoosiers. <laughs> also, it's like, dude, it's Jokic. He's the Seriously. league MVP, right? You, your goal as a coach is to win games. Can you imagine Russ ever getting benched? No, I, never. And Donovan anything. saying he didn't deserve to play. Yeah. That would be insane. <laughs> it would be, I mean, it's, I mean, that's like Byron Scott level stuff where he benched J.R. Smith his rookie season saying that the NBA stood for no babies allowed and wouldn't <laughs> let him play. Like, I haven't heard of, of I haven't heard of NBA coaches doing this kind of stuff, like pulling this kind of stunt in a, in a while. Uh, but that, it was just weird because Denver could have easily won that game. I mean, if you look at the past 10 games for Denver, they have the sixth best offense in the NBA. So eventually they were going to get it going. Yeah. Like that was going to happen. They're not going to score under 100 points if they play their guys. But when you close with Con Carr and Austin Rivers, I'm like, like you're you're going to be toast. Here's Here's the thing, too. Do you think those starters after the game – do you think they learned their lesson? Jokic <laughs> walked to the tunnel before the buzzer sounded. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He mm-hmm. got up and was just out. I just can't see grown adults being treated that way by their coach and being like, you know what? I mean, think about coach it. Coach is right. <laughs> like if anybody, we really didn't deserve If to anybody play. you worked with treated you that way, yeah. Like how, how would you... How would you react? To My that? natural reaction would be to rebel and do even worse the next exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah, I'd be like, dude, I'm I'm 30. I would just take the ball and just chunk it out of bounds yeah. the very first play because they play tonight. The Nuggets play it. Yeah, this they is do. Their second night of a back to back tonight. Playing the Hornets. Uh, just just a weird game. Like the Thunder played well. 
they did. Like their defense was good. Their defensive strategy was on point. That's all great. You know, Shea getting a triple double was cool. But only second in his career. I I was kind of shocked by that. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Into the, I asked him about it last night. If he, like, were you aware? Were you trying to get a triple double as the the game was ending because you needed one rebound with like a minute left? And he was like very much like I don't try for that kind of stuff. He's like I don't really care. But he said my teammates knew and they were like trying to make it happen. Oh. So now how do they know yeah, for Shea they but know? they didn't know for Giddy? That's a great question. Hmm. That's a great hmm. question. Maybe now that they're more aware of the triple double <laughs> happening. They just learned about it the they other day. They just night. figured it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, you were that close, Josh? Oh my god. Wait, 10 10 oh 10. My god. Poor Josh. Seriously, I asked everybody about it afterwards. Like, did you know? And they're all like, "No, I had no idea. I didn't know until just 5 minutes ago." Mark Dagnall, I didn't have any idea. Josh was like, yeah, I knew. You know, like, <laughs> I was trying. This sounds like <laughs> I really want. Really, sounds like an inside job. I really wanted it. Sabotage, Josh. Maybe Josh. Maybe Josh was the one that knew and told everybody. And they were oh, like, "Dude, shoot. if you talk about it, it's not cool." <laughs> maybe it was one of those things. Like SGA didn't say anything, so people were like, "All right." But Josh was like, "Guys, I just need one more." So I, I don't think like if you stopped a player in the middle of when they're playing, like, what are your stats? I don't think they could tell you in the middle of the game. Well, they, I think they, they are could. they are constantly printing papers and handing out stats during the game. Uh, There's like a but to the players too, to the bench. Yeah, it really? goes to the bench. It goes to like the teams. Oh. It goes to everybody. Because you know that famous uh, gif of Jimmy Butler getting the stats and then crumpling them up and throwing them in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they seriously at every timeout they will print stats and hand them. To people, there's a oh. there's a Thunder intern is it, their job is printer printer person, and, and they're just right. constantly running very nice paper. This isn't just really? regular it's copy. Thick. It's thick. thick. Was oh, cardstock? Yeah. It's not cardstock, but it's it's it, it's nice paper. Wow, it's oh. very nice paper. It's concerning. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and I it's a lot of environmental issues. And I know I get I get in trouble all the time in my office for printing on the wrong paper. We have two oh, printers. Really? Got two printers, and once you send to one, it <laughs> sticks with that one. I've printed a thirty-page document. Oh on, no! On the wrong page. Oh, oh no! I know. Oh man! No. You cost your office hundreds of cents. No, it's we got into dollars. <laughs> oh no! Hundreds of cents. No, no, it was dollars. <laughs> okay, multiple dollars. <laughs> I promise. This was nice. This was a nice paper. Oh so, man! I know. What do you know think of? Base, because this is this is the bet. I mean, I actually looked it up on Basketball Reference just yeah. by game score. Yeah, it yeah. tied for his best game of the season. Yeah, it was the pass. That passes the eye test. He played well. Yeah, he and because really he well. was seven for eleven, but it wasn't him just getting lucky on threes. He actually like only hit one of three threes. Like it was him doing other stuff. Yeah, no, I I thought he played really well on both ends. He had some nice blocks. I think he had two blocks in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean he was he was legitimately good off the bench, and and maybe that's a better role for him. He definitely even in the games where he hasn't been great off the bench or just been okay, he brings a ton of energy when he does come in. Well, they haven't lost since he was put to the bench. Oh my! Oh no! Oh my! Oh, what if what if Mark has unlocked oh, something? We've got to bring no. him back in. <laughs> Mark did say before the game that he will start games. Yeah, like again at some point. Huh. So, 
Maybe maybe he should be the permanent starter because that starting unit is like a minus fifteen or something on the yeah. season. So yeah, it was so hurt. it was so weird. And and Mark talked about after the game that uh, they've never been in that position mm-hmm. where they get up and then have to protect a lead. Yeah, they're not used to that. <laughs> no, they're not. I mean, I don't. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's. Yeah, he talked about how those were good developmental minutes for them to have different situations, not just losing or losing and then trying to win. Yeah. So, and you can't even say they like handled it great. It felt like Shea was going for like kill shots. Yeah. Dort hit that three. Come like whenever they eventually put their guys back in, Dort came in and hit that three. That was, Mm. that was like kind of the cushion that they needed. It did feel like it was like getting to four minutes left and it did feel like it was going to be, okay, we're, we're going to get a good loss out of this one. Well, especially because you, you assumed Jokic was coming back just, in any second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You thought they would at least put in Aaron Gordon and Jokic. <laughs> and if they liked the way that some of these other guys were playing, like if you liked the way that Devon Reed and Austin Rivers are playing, fine. Like Keep them yeah. in the game. Yeah. But if you just put Jokic in instead of – I mean, I don't even – I have never heard of Peter Corneli before. Peter Corneli. That's his name. He – he he got a jump ball with somebody, and he hit it out of bounds. And the official was clearly making fun of him afterwards. <laughs> That's like the only context that I have for this this player. Uh, okay, let's move on to our our very thunder Christmas here. Oh yeah. <laughs> just downloaded this without listening to what it might be. It sounds, hey, like, sounds Christmas. Yeah, it sounds Does like it? a Donkey Kong underwater yeah. level. It sounds like you're oh. chilling. It's kind of like you're chilling on a beach at night. Oh, yeah. It's vibey. At the beach. Oh, I mean, there's lyrics. Up, up. There's lyrics. There's lyrics? Yeah, I gotta find something else. I liked Hold it. On. I liked it. The time of year is wonderful. <laughs> and we haven't actually gotten to it's about Christmas yet. I assume it is. Yeah, what's the title of it? Uh, so we can look it up on Spotify. Christmas. The magic of the magic of Christmas time. Christmas on the beach <laughs> at night. At night specifically. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful time of the evening Sending your toes, but it's kind of cold And it's Christmas Day Yeah, it's Christmas Day Feels right. like you could have just asked them to do it Yeah, thanks guys uh, So we're going to give fictitious Christmas presents to the Thunder Fictitious so- Christmas presents? Like we have to make like it, okay uh, no. I mean, we can't give them to them, they're not here I know. So <laughs> Um, I was kind of hoping we could give them <laughs> literal presents. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I get it now. I get it. Okay, now I'm <laughs> fully made fun of now. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's start. Uh, Tayshawn, mm-hmm. who would you like to gift? Hmm. Let's start here with the... I'm going to start this off with my moose gift. Okay. This is to Mike Muscala. Yeah. I'd like to give him a gaggle of daddles because he plays so well. Imagine an entire group of Moose fans that are all exactly like his dad. Oh, no. Now, that would be fun. Do they all get a Twitter account? Oh, yeah. They all have Twitter accounts. They're all big part of, of Thunder Twitter, and they're just all about Moose and hating on anything that isn't 
Kenrich Williams and Moose. <laughs> Do you remember when the Bucks, before they were good, and they had like their own kind of like student section? The Bucks. The Bucks. Back when like Bogut played for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They had, that, like when they started that. the whole Fear the Deer thing. No. Okay. I feel like you could do something like that with Moose. Yeah. Where definitely. he has like his own section. The Moose is yeah. loose section. But it's a lot of dads like this. Standing up. Do you think Bob yeah. listens to the podcast? He might. It's Bob. possible. Bob, let me know. Uh, to at Tayshawn Appleby. Oh. Oh. All right. L-Man. Oh. Oh. You're next. It's Christmas. In the club. <laughs> club I'm going to give Muscala a chest tattoo of Bullwinkle. Okay. Really just moose it up wow. all the way. You, like really, his, you guys are spoiling him. Spoiler. Well, he deserves it this He year. deserves it. He really it's deserves absolutely it Absolutely spoiled. Because that's, you know, that's the most classic moose to me. Is there, is there a more famous moose than Bullwinkle? Hmm. That's a great question. Off the top of my head, that's literally the only moose I can think of. I know. Yeah. So what's up I with that? Of? There's yeah. a moose. There's a moose in the book Hatchet. Is there? I think so. <laughs> not a famous moose. No, a famous moose, but it, doesn't I, even have a name. I know, but there's a big moose. Surely but yeah, there's more moose. Hatchet. There's a. There was a moose beanie baby. I had it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I know. Not worth. Now, why would you get him? Oh, just because it's the moose. Because he's the moose, and he's already shown that he enjoys kind of. He has the Mario tattoo, obviously. So yeah. It, no, I think it would fit in. Yeah. Like an- animation. Anime. <laughs> media. Like media he like, loves media properties. He loves media properties. He loves IP. <laughs> he loves IP. And uh, <laughs> Bullwinkle, I think it would be really good. Uh, Alex, do you have any gifts that you'd like to give? Uh, how about uh, Kenrich Williams? Okay. I'd like to give him uh, the, the glasses with the nose and the mustache okay. oh. so that people uh, from other teams stop paying attention to him like they, <laughs> so they don't recognize him anymore because the very popular thing right now across Twitter is for teams of other team or fans of other teams yeah. to just think that they can just get Kenrich. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone likes him. It's, it's the ultimate, he's the ultimate NBA smart guy right now. He is. If you are on another team and you say that your team should go get Kenrich Williams, it's like instant cred. True. People are like, Whoa, who, someone from the thunder. <laughs> it's so fun to be a fan of that team. That's like, well, yeah, I mean, we can just get Kenrich. Like, he's on the Thunder. You can just give them yeah, exactly. whatever. Like, they don't need him. They just want a draft Because it's, not, even, they just want it's not like you're asking for, like, one of our starters or one of our stars. Right. It's literally, right. like, our seventh guy. Yeah. And so I get it from their perspective. But I just want people to s- shut up about it. Yeah. So if I yeah. if I give them the, the glasses with the nose, maybe they'll think it's someone else. They, they'll forget about Kenrich for a little while. Yeah. That does all. That has always worked. Every time someone use, has used that, I mean, that's why they're made. Yeah, that's why they sell them. The, that's why they're made. A lot of years of proof of concept. Uh, I'd like to give Trey Man. I'd like to shower shower the boy with Skittles. Oh, oh. you know. Oh, it's a good one. You know, I like to shower the boy. No, I'd like to shower the boy with Skittles. I think that he deserves some minutes. Just some. Let him free wheel for. Give him a, like a quarter, to just. Do whatever he wants to do on the court and with no consequences because there are clear consequences for Trey Mann whenever he does something that he's not supposed to do. Yeah. He didn't play a whole lot last night. And I think part of it is that he didn't play great defense and he hasn't played great defense the last few games. So broccoli. He needs to eat his broccoli, but I say no broccoli for him. Yeah, we had Skittles two, only. two coaches last night. One's like, these players don't deserve. My players need to eat more broccoli. <laughs> Where are these coaches going? I don't know. 
This is weird. Curmudgeons. So, so you're, yeah. you're giving him a quarter of basketball. Just the entire quarter to play however he wants. Hmm. All of his hands. What, how does he... What do you think he would look like? Like, I, I didn't watch him at Florida. What, mean, was he that kind of, like, high usage player for them? Yeah, he was really good for them. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see him have just just have the ball for an extended period of time because he just gets these like pockets of time. Yeah, just like two or three possessions here and there. If he was here last year, how nice would that have been? Because we got oh. we got the Teo show at the end of the year. If you had just replaced Teo with Trey Mann, it would have it actually been, been watchable. Been, yeah, it would have been equally as bad in terms of the outcome. Yeah, but it would have been much more entertaining because Teo is. It's it's like basically not watching basketball when you're watching him play basketball. <laughs> Speaking of Teo, I got a gift for him. You oh, do? good. Really? Yeah. Wow. Good. A friggin' thick old seat cushion because that man's benched. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's going to be sitting on his keister for a lot of games. Maybe like long those, time. those donuts that you sit on when you have hemorrhoids. Maybe one of those. I was thinking more like the Phil Jackson one that was like super really high. inches thick. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to just make him too. stand out on the bench. Yeah, like everyone see that he's on the bench. Maybe that would help because Mark would look down and instantly see Teo every just single pops time up over everybody's. <laughs> uh, Bonjour, coach. For I'm Teo, going to get. I'm going to. I have a gift for uh, Josh Giddy. Uh huh. And it's. Luxurious creams for his hair. <laughs> hair creams, hair shampoos, hair conditioners. The most luxurious high end creams and conditioners. <laughs> you don't think he already has those? He clearly uses those. I want to make sure he has I'm sure extras. I'm sure he'd very much appreciate it. Extras. All the best holding. Because someone was, uh, someone was like, they're on Reddit, was like, let's look at this man a headband. I'm not ready for him to have a headband. I'm enjoying the flow right now. I yeah, want pigtails. Man. No, <laughs> that would that could be cool. No, no, also, cool. no, it could not. Yeah, I think <laughs> absolutely so. not. I think that could be cool. Not I cool. also think headband could be very cool because it could like flop over the headband. You know when when guys have that. Hello, I don't think that's happening with his hair. His is going so. up and out. But uh, but that's what I'm getting him. All the most luxurious hair care products okay. imaginable. Okay. Be so weird having like a thirty-five-year-old guy hey. come up to a nineteen-year-old. Hey, I've got some, got you some creams. creams. Got you luxurious creams. <laughs> Merry Christmas! If what you already have these, I just want you to Josh. have extras. I just to make sure you have extras in the house. Have extras. Josh, gotta have extras because there's nothing worse than out. I'm not having any. Like when I go to the grocery store right now, if I like like I needed new toothpaste. I buy six things of toothpaste. Six? Why? Because I don't like going to the grocery store right so now. So do you have like 30 deals of toothpaste? Six. He buys six every time he goes. <laughs> no, no, I buy six I and remember. then I don't need it for another, you know, like eight months. Wow. Probably longer awesome. than that. Probably longer. What kind of yeah. toothpaste are you using? I'm using the green uh, crest like like gel. You oh, know yeah, what I'm yeah, about? I do. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. It's got sparkles in it. Uh, it has kind of some sparkles in it. You're really treating yourself. Well, brush those teeth, man. Wow. Uh, I'd like to get Bay something because it feels like we have per- perhaps entered a new era. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. No, no. Well, I'm just saying. If, just don't do it to yourself. I'm saying if we have, yeah. as like he's a part of this new bench mob. This is going to be the best version of Bay's coming off the bench. Yeah. I feel like he needs something. He needs some 
new part of his identity. Like, you know how Kenrich has the hair, yeah. and it makes him very distinguishable, and people know him because of the hair, yeah, yeah. and it's cool having a guy off the bench who has like a, a defined look. Yeah. I feel like Baze needs a defined look. And that could be wearing goggles, like it could be, he could do facial hair or something, he could get a new haircut. He, he could, can't really do facial hair or something, but... He, he could do like one of the, the ninja headbands, like he just needs something... He does need a look. ...to like make him stand out. Because I think that would that would make him like five percent better as Kenrich's haircut makes get him get lightning bolts in his yeah. hair. It's cool. I I don't know about so, that. But so do you have a thing? You're just getting him something. Well, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. If we well, can, we got to decide what it is. What are I mean, we got to give him a look. Like I like goggles because not a lot of guys wear goggles. Yeah. And th- there's a lot of different types now that you can wear, and it'd be cool to have a goggle guy. Um, trying what to if think. He just wore a mask. In the game, yeah, he, he didn't need oh, it. Oh, oh, like a, a, wear a Rip Hamilton mask, like Rip yeah. Hamilton, yeah. but without breaking his nose first. Right, Rip right. Hamilton wore it with a unbroken face. That was just like he got super comfortable with it on, right? And he was like, "Well, I just wear a mask now," which is so weird in that retrospect. But they're kind of—I mean, shooters like that are kind of weird about stuff. That's real weird, man. Yeah, that's real weird. That would be kind of cool because I mean, his standout quality right now is his blocks ability mm. which is like yeah. a scary imposing thing so if you had like a cool yeah. mask that you wore it might add to that <laughs> full face like no face showing like what if he just wore like the jason mask style. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool it would be cool he might also just need like Dikembe mutombo didn't have like a a look oh but, but he had a thing but he had the yeah. finger wax yeah he needs like yeah. he doesn't maybe he doesn't need to wear something maybe he needs to have a signature thing oh <sighs> His signature thing last night before the game, you have to. I, I need to call this up and put this out there on Twitter. But Joe Masato asked him how, what he thought would what what would be helpful for him and his game to come off the bench. Like, why is it helpful for you? He goes, um, and he paused for 19 seconds of just dead silence. No one said a word, and it was just. It feels like a lot. It feels like three minutes when that happens. It's incredible. I mean, he just sits there and he's really thinking. And that's so far. That's his thing. I think <laughs> that's his thing. So far, just a nineteen second. What if we did that to blocks. you right now? It, it's a long. It's a nineteen it's a, seconds is a long. Time. It's a long time. Here's what I think it should be. He blocks a shot and then he he like stands and he just goes to looks to the guy because you just got lost in the base maze <laughs> that's but, a great idea <laughs> he has to like he has to like chase the player even if the hey, player's hey, like hey. he's like hey get back here get back here you just got lost in the base maze <laughs> or he could go up to the camera and go he just got lost in the base maze <laughs> <laughs> like leans into the would it, like, for real though give him one base. thing like that and wouldn't you like him a lot more he goes oh, to yeah. the ref's camera <laughs> <laughs> he just got lost, in, got the lost in the base maze I sit right by the ref's camera I sit. R- I mean I can sit yeah. there I could, I could ruin this whole operation if I wanted to I think it should be like he acts like he's playing Call of Duty and he's teabagging uh, someone I thought you were holding a base guitar no. No, <laughs> he's playing a bass guitar, but he's but he's uh, 
But he's teabagging. <laughs> but he's also teabagging <laughs> after a kill. Because we've had Lance Stevenson. He did the air guitar. He did. But no one's done an air bass yet. And bass block, it kind of goes, you know, let's start with B. He just do think, does uh, the Seinfeld. Just, do you think he, he just bass, down, bass. down, 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 do you think down, he, down, Does he hold it high or does he oh. hold it low? Oh, that's like he's high. here. No, playing? no, no, absolutely. <laughs> the high not. bass is, but he goes to go real low. No, 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 no. This is, he's just a normie. Come on. Oh, when someone played air bass um, like this, though, you'd be like, is that guitar or bass? If it's up here, it's up here. It's a bass. If it's up here, yeah, it's a bass. You know, it's a bass. He's got to go up here. You don't play a guitar like this anywhere, no matter how That's high or I'm low saying. it is. Like if I played a bass like this, you'd be like, "Is he playing guitar or bass?" Not with the fingers. No, no. But up here, no questions asked. Up here, he's high. Yeah. he's playing it high. When you when you guys uh, when you guys played basketball, did you ever have like a, a move you tried out? Like to show up the other team or or like a three points. I probably yeah, weren't like this. No. We probably weren't hitting three points. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember stuff like like that with players growing up. How they would. It's weird because you would think that would be the funnest part of playing basketball when we were Matthews younger. That's the, all I would have cared about. Yeah, that's a great one. I love. I also think drum, drums playing drums walking. That that would be good Tom too. To Tom Tom Snare. Tom to Tom Tom Snare. Tom, be Tom, awesome. Tom, if he was if he was playing the drums, come what like afterwards. Well, I wish we, someone would moonwalk yeah. back. Like they hit a three and they keep looking See, that like way and they moonwalk back. You know, like cool. Russ was like the king of this stuff, right? Yeah. Because he'd rock the baby. Like uh-huh. he'd do all those things, and everybody just loved it. I think you're right that Basley needs he needs something. Well, hopefully he's listening, and we've given him a lot of great let us, ideas. Let us know on Twitter what what you think. Bayes and specifically, Bays, let us know on Twitter. Hey, Darius, <laughs> let what us he, know. This is what he should do. He should pretend to vomit. All right, and next goes, that was next sick next gift <laughs> next gift. <laughs> we we have yeah we have reached the end <laughs> of our content for that particular gift. Um, By the way, I think that was seven minutes on that one. <laughs> I on don't. Bayes gift. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Um, deserve. Who's up, Alex? I got one. I just Andrew. went. Xandra. Oh, yeah. Uh, Poku. I think that Poku needs to know. He just needs somebody to hit the gift of somebody sitting him down and saying, It's okay if you run into somebody else on the court hmm. or if you get in there and battle for a rebound because that's one of the things that he's missing in his game. I think he, he needs the gift of a conversation from somebody he respects. That's you don't think needs. they're telling him already to like. Get in there. He Poku. sure doesn't. He sure doesn't play like that. He really does at all. He really does. When was the last time you saw him collide with somebody on the court? I feel like he goes out of his way to just stay away from people. Yeah, he does. What if you? Because obviously you saw him last week at Shopgood. Yeah. And he lives in the city. You could run into him. Oh. And you could post him up. It's you in public. This is what yeah. I used to do to Luke. Yeah. When we lived true. together. When I was trying to get like chips and stuff, and he. Post them up in the kitchen. Yeah. Keep me out. He's keep me away from the chips. I'm opening the post. Yeah, I could I'd be glad to do it. I'd be be glad to, to do that <laughs> in public. Again, a really cool thing for a mid thirties guy to do. Uh-huh. With a 19 year old. To a 19 year old. Uh-huh. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Poor Poku. <laughs> uh, all right. Anybody got anything else? I got one for Shay. The ability to skip ahead to win OKC is a contender. A time machine. Time machine. 
Yes, but really, I just wanted it like it's like one button, dude. That and you can only skip forward for this. That's uh, all that the time machine is. He loves the process. Yeah, though. I don't want a butterfly effect issue going on. Yeah, here where you accidentally go back. Plus, how how terrible to pick that and not to go back in time and fix a horrible atrocity. Well, right. That's why I'm like this is this is selfish because really this is for all of us. But what, with but, Shay oh, being but, the captain, but, but with the caveat that. Perhaps it never happens, and he just fast forwards to his own death. <laughs> his own death. Oh, oh no! Whoa, that he goes could too happen. far. He goes too far. <laughs> that could happen. Wow! Like, like the Thunder aren't contenders until 2080 oh, or something, no. and it's just like it's like it's, it's such such life. that's such the movie Click. I assume not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that is such the movie click, man. He he slaps he slaps David Hasselhoff and then he's uh, dead. I think That's the, the movie, movie would be better oh if it did, if that were the uh-huh. case and it was only five minutes. That is such the that movie is click. Such, such that the is, movie click. It is such a movie click situation, man. We've all been there. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I assume it is. I assume that's what it's about. All right. Anybody else got any other gifts? What that a they've weird got to ass give? reference to something you haven't even seen it. So like, yeah, but I know about it. I know the the. I know the plot. I hope you never watch it. I'm not, I don't have any plans to. <laughs> Please don't. Hey, I know what I'll get the whole team. Peace on earth. Goodwill towards men. That would be great. How about yeah, that? Shut up. Uh, I, last one. I want to get uh Gabriel Deck something. Do you? Yeah, because I feel like he, you know he's put up with a lot. Has he? While making a lot of money. I was gonna say but, he's yeah. made. <laughs> Ton of money just practicing. Just something simple. What if we got him like a little, a little turt, turt, a, a turtle, turd? a turtle, a turtle, a, a little turt, turt. That just to let him know that we we, we like appreciate him. him. We like him. Here's a pet. Yeah, a little we pet. Find a, we found a bunch of little turtles out here. I could just find one, and give it to him. That'd be great. Put yeah. it in a little habitat. I've been watching yeah. habitat videos on YouTube. I watched a 48 minute video of a guy building um, uh, uh, an aquarium. I can't imagine Dude. ever doing that. Dude, you got to get on aquarium YouTube. Salt it's water, so good. dude. You, salt, dude, don't, dude. Your no, new house, dude. Stop. Don't even get me don't started. Even get me yeah, started. you need one in your. Oh, your new house man. needs an aquarium, dude. That would be sick, dude. I'm, I'm getting on. I'm getting on aquarium tube. That you would know be what? a your aquarium magnet. Should be so big that it like is dividing two rooms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be dope. It's like you'd be so rich at your aquarium as a wall. What if if you could have any sea creature? Any sea creature? Oh, what would it be? And before you answer. Let, I want to let you know that there's a guy on YouTube who bought a lobster from his lo- local grocery store and yeah. is now just... Gave a new life. <laughs> yeah, gave a new life. Oh, and you can good. do it and it works. Really? And it's really happy. And it's yeah. not that expensive. Uh, it was like 40 bucks. But but I mean, in comparison to like if you bought an octopus, right. like, how much would that cost? That's like, true. A lot. Octopus, would, I would say octopus for my aquarium, but yeah. they do escape. Oh yeah, they're smart. They they're smart. escape. They escape and try to get out, and like they'll find. That's kind of the fun in it, though. Uh, I don't know if that is fun. fun. What I, if you're taking a shower and like the door opens? <laughs> you're like, what the hell? The octopus <laughs> is like that would be scary. <laughs> I would. I saw someone that bought and had some jellyfish mm. in, in an yeah, aquarium. Yeah, yeah. It's cool because they put cool. like a like a black light on them, and they're all like wild colors. And you can watch them like eating the stuff. That's like an adult wow. lava lamp, is what you'd have in your in your house. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. And then there's a movie where Will Smith kills oh himself with, oh, with, with, uh, with uh, jellyfish. Oh, you've, ne- you've never seen it, but you know that this happened. No, I've seen it. It's not very... I was sp- he I've kills himself with good. jellyfish? It's called like... Is it called like seven seconds or seven minutes or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah, not good. It's a huge bummer. Not worth it. All right. 
Thanks so much for listening to this part of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Right after that, we'll have Tayshawn's Factoid. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back from that quick break. John's back to a bigger mystery. John's back to a bigger mystery. Hello, it's me, and this is my Victoid Factory victory. <laughs> Two nights ago, Udonis Haslam played an NBA game. Yeah. Had, his, had a three-pointer straight off the bench. Mm. Bald spots all over that old That's man's great. head. That's great. I loved it. Last night, Joe Johnson, lovely appearance. Nice pull-up jumper, classic yes. Joe Johnson. That's great. Garden's going crazy. Garden's going crazy. I think it's just lovely to have these old guys. They're, it's like really nostalgic and actually fits the Christmas, uh, you know, spirit, the energy of Christmas. It's a little gift. Yeah, yeah it is. It I is. Yeah, and Merry I just Christmas. think it's really lovely. And uh, Dirk and Joe Johnson are the only two players to have scored in the NBA when they were 20 and when they were 40. Yep. With, with the same team. With the same team. With the same team. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that. Because as I was saying that, I was like, Ray Allen definitely did that. <laughs> yeah, so with the same team. Yeah. Reggie Miller probably did that. Anyway, um, I just wanted to talk about some old guys that you liked watching. Who would you like to see play a game tonight? Dirk would be really fun on the Mavs. Now, th these are players that we think could actually play in the same way that Joe Johnson can play. Yeah, I mean, Joe Johnson and UD came in for like, you know, three minutes and did something. And yeah, you it. couldn't say like Bill Russell or something. Yeah, yeah. You just <coughs> need someone in the game. That would be cool, though. That would be it cool. would be very cool to see. <laughs> I don't know how old he is. 80, whatever he is. Yeah, suit he's up. very old. Yeah. That would be awesome. But the, talk about the garden going crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Hey, wait, wait, did you see uh, Bill maybe Russell should, at the maybe, scores table? Maybe that, is, maybe that is my answer. <laughs> that would be lovely. Um, a guy I always like, I always think, because like early 2000s, mid 2000s, the only reason I know a lot of those guys is because of fantasy basketball. Yeah. Uh, I forget how to say his first name. Linus. Linus Klaza. Linus. Linus Klaza. Yeah. He played for the Denver Nuggets. One of those guys that in my head was amazing back then, <laughs> purely because of what he did fantasy-wise. Yeah. And I would wow. love to see a guy like Klaza, that. Klaza, my God. Or like Jamario Moon. Yeah. Like those types of guys. Jamario Moon. <laughs> I always liked all that. What if like Rudy Fernandez came back yeah. on a 10-day with the Nets and he and Patty Mills got to do the three-pointer thing that they used to do in Portland together? Okay, that would be cool. Because they're just going so niche. I just want to see Rasheed Wallace suit oh, up yeah. for the Portland Trailblazers and get a technical. Yeah, just come get in a, and get a tech. Yeah, hit a three, 
talk some trash, go sit back down. Like, he could probably do that right now. Who wouldn't want that? I know who mine is. Dennis Rodman. New hair. New or, like, classic hair that he's known before. Like, the leopard print comes back. Some re- he could get Dennis some rebounds. Here, I think boom. he's... I would here. guess... <laughs> go over here. Yeah, go give here. me a guess. Uh, I would guess he is... 56 60 years old wow yeah he's still got some he's got some years yeah the the basketball court well okay like if he gets matched up against bill russell i feel like (laughs) he might actually have a shot yeah Yeah, i think so josh smith oh josh smith comes back for the hawks that would be awesome (laughs) last thing i remember is just the pistons sending him away just sending him home like we don't even want to deal with you just go home yeah stay away from us but you know, man, they had a, the Pistons had so many guys of that era, like Charlie Villanueva, yeah, Greg Monroe. Um, actually, we got Brandon Knight. He is back. He is. He's back. back. He is. Unreal. Unreal. There is like that certain type of player though that was like a 2009 player or something. That was like a. They're really good, but I don't, what do you do with this? Yeah, there there was definitely a pocket of time where the NBA was not very good. Yeah, and it was like yeah. those kind of guys. Yeah, a lot of that those occupied guys. a lot of space. Yeah, Larry Sanders, oh Ben Dude. Gordon, Ben Gordon, yes, Ben, ben Gordon's Gordon. like classic. Luol Deng is another one. Like that whole Bulls team that wasn't ever very good. Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich would be hilarious. That would not interest me at all. I'm not tuning in. What for if he comes Kirk back, Heinrich. but he has more accessories because yeah. he ended his career. He was a goggle guy. All, he had goggles. He had like I think he had two sleeves. He just had he had so much going on. <laughs> the Heat kind of seemed like a team that would just start doing this as like for PR stuff, like UD, and then it's like, hey, Chris Birdman Anderson's coming back. Would it? Isn't that not a good idea? Especially in a time like this, if you have like a big COVID outbreak, like just call people that like, hey, listen, you were beloved by the fan base. Would you just play one game for us? That would be awesome. I think that'd and be just awesome. do it at the end of the game. One night only. Yeah. Daquan Cook was, back in Oklahoma City. <laughs> I don't know if that's big enough. Uh, but it was <laughs> cool. <go> wild. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Are you going to go to Daquan night? OKC packs the Paycom what if Center. They did, what if they yeah, did I'm getting school? vaxxed for it. <laughs> what if they did perk night? People would get kind of excited for perk night. I don't Who know. would? Okay. They, they would because if you watch the Joe Johnson thing, like the crowd was chanting, we want Joe. So it has to be someone. Okay, so who? what's the lowest level player that people would for do OKC? that for in I OKC? Know, I just know the right answer. Hashim to beat. <laughs> that that's be, who that's they, who You might be able to get him. I think that's who they need. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I, I, just I worry there's that? too many people who would not know. I know. Do we have who, enough Hashim memories with him? You need lots of memories. Per- Perk would definitely work. We also know the actual answer to this, but it's not fun to say it. It's Nick, Nick Collison. Yeah, Nick Collison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's see, See, that sucks though. Yeah. Yeah. So. But who that else? would that would be the most thunder thing where it's like, oh, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's Nick. Are it. you Donis Haslam? Can you wear a retired jersey? Uh, if it's your if it's own, you, if maybe. it's your own, yeah. I think only you can wear it. Huh? I think. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't Come. know the rules. But wait, then you're coming out of retirement, but they have to do the paperwork to get the jersey number out of retirement, and that's a whole because there has to be a mess. There yeah. has to be a surprise factor, and I feel like Nick Collison isn't as a big enough of a surprise. Who would he, be? Who would be the big surprise? Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, that would be a big <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Kevin Durant is now on the Thunder again. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> 
What's the player that that you were confident that only ten percent of the arena would know who they were? If they were like, "Welcome back, Kyle, Kyle Weaver." Weaver. Yeah, that, that's the first yeah. name that came to my yeah. Head, Kyle Weaver. Yeah. Uh, DJ Augustine. No, he's in, he's the, in the league. B- <laughs> BJ Mullins. No. Oh, BJ Mullins. That's a good one. BJ Mullins. Who's the guy? DJ. DJ. DJ White. Oh, yeah, DJ, DJ White. White. Who's, yeah. Uh, who's the guy that had all the guns in this house? Robert oh. Swift. Robert Swift. Robert bring Swift. it back. Yeah, that would just be awkward. I don't know if people would cheer for that one. <laughs> what uh, I was seeing on Twitter, <laughs> I can't remember who was talking about it, but they were like, let's see how some team tries to, uh, you know, like flip Myers Leonard into a good idea to bring back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, dude. I really do. I don't for myself anymore. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I really do. I have a gift for you. It's a gift. They're not going to fire you. On Christmas? They're not going to fire you. On Christmas? He's really not going to fire me. But. Wow. Do I open it? Uh, if you're listening to the pod right now, Andrew has just gone to a mini tree and gotten two gifts from under it's the a tree. Live open, yeah, it's live a opening. Oh, it's kind of heavy. Two boxes. Uh, the weight of. Uh, I already know what it is now that I'm Costco thinking about bag it. Of rice. Taylor's guessing that it's a bag of rice. No, it's just the weight of it. Yeah. Okay, Luke is looking. Oh, looks like Luke got. Tell him what it is. Tell him what it is, everybody. Luke has gotten a box of oh, cookie crisp. That's why it's so heavy. It's live cereal. Live cereal. <laughs> so I've gotten you both cereal. There you go. You know, L man. Who's this? Who's this? Who's this new mascot? What happened to the thief and dog? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, maybe. Is, it, what is, that, is this a? Is that a coyote? Oh, this is such a click situation. <laughs> classic. Well, this is such click. So, uh, <laughs> cookies cookies for breakfast is not supposed to make sense. Just like L-Man on a basketball podcast not supposed to make sense, but, but it's great. But it does. It works. But it works, and it's great. So that's uh, that's why you got Cookie Crisp. And uh, in our in our little Instagram uh, oh, yeah. DMs, uh, Taylor's always sending us videos that get that give us life. And so, and Taylor Luke just, is always sending dad. Couldn't Luke, find a death cereal. <laughs> couldn't find death cereal. I think Cookie Crisp might be the closest thing to it. Uh-huh. Um, Can I tell you something? Yeah. I've never had this. You haven't? It's delightful. I've you will love it. It, it does like a, look good. It's really good. It, it looks like a you could really try it right now if you cereal. wanted to. It's, All right, it's super good. So, Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you. I didn't Merry get Christmas. You anything. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I did get Alex something. No, hold on. It's in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a feeling you were going to be here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Can I have a couple? Get, get your, uh, your own cookie crisp. All right. Let's let's uh, let's go to some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. All right. Our first Twitter. I have had this before. It's good. It's good. Our first Twitter question Confirmed. comes from at NB six foot six. Who wants to know what does Josh Giddy's stat line look like in two years time? Let's say at that time he has a decent big for pick and rolls and a sharpshooter on the wing along with the current gang. <laughs> 
I don't know, like 14, 8, and 8. Yeah, I was going to say 15, 7, and 8. Yeah. I mean, I think 16, 8, and 7. I, he's going to have to improve a lot as a shooter for me to. I could see you. Take that. For me to believe that he's going to score more than that by Taylor. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas! Yeah, he's going to have to improve a lot as a shooter. I asked him about it after the game that, like, his thoughts on his progress as a score. Like, he's scored in a lot of different ways, but he's still not, like, an efficient shooter. And he said that, like, reworking his shot is something that he has to do in the offseason. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice to hear. Um, he said, like, in season, it's just about confidence and reps. Uh, he's working with Mike Wilkes a lot, former NBA player, former Thunder player, Mike Wilkes, mm-hmm. who's um, – he said they work. He works a lot with him on his scoring, but he said in the off season that's when they'll kind of mechanically rework things for him. That sounds great. Yeah, because yeah. he needs to. I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> that's why I asked him. I was like, is, I said, is that is like reworking your shot something you can do in season? He's like, no. Yeah. So, which I I knew I knew the answer to that, but it's just good to hear it. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Comes from at that nine seven gunner. Who wants to know what's your take on SGA's sidestep threes? They're obviously great when they're game winners, but more often than not, they feel pretty forced and away off. Yeah, I posted last night on Twitter that I had no idea how bad he has been from three this year. He is currently sub 30%, and that was before taking into account last night's game where he was 0 for 7. And there's only been five players in NBA history who have had a season where they've taken at least six threes a game and are shoot and shot under 30%. One of whom is a 37 year old Kobe Bryant. Yeah. His true shooting percentage here was like 46%. And then two seasons of Jay Williams, Jason Williams. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Michael Adams, who somehow in the 1990, 91 season was taking over eight threes a game for the Denver Nuggets. And the, per game he was. Yeah. Some of those Nuggets teams, one of those Nuggets teams was the, the team that scored the most points in NBA history in like one game. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. I think he needs to use these years to improve and to try new stuff and to like work things into his game. And with that, you're going to have a lot of like trial and error. And if you just like go back and watch, you can go to NBA.com look at the the box score and you can click on like every three that he takes and watch them it takes like i don't know a few minutes to do that for last night and just like look at the quality of shot that it is like they're incredibly difficult most of them on the move the sidestep obviously is a really tough shot if he can develop that over the course of this season and next season and that becomes a real weapon for him like it's it's time well spent like i don't as far as like the results for this season go, like I don't really care. I think he's a good shooter, um, and also the fact is like the starting unit, the spacing is just there's nothing. Like there's no space yeah. at all for him to shoot. So they're going, they're they're bringing him everything uh, with regards to like defensive coverages. So and I think it would be concerning if he wasn't leading the league in drives. Like it's not like he's just settling for threes yeah. all the time. Like he's still being very aggressive. Oh yeah, getting to the rim. Mm-hmm. It's just the part of his game that isn't working right now. And honestly, I don't mind it because maybe it'll shut up people about wanting to trade for him because they'll go and look just look at his stat line. 
you know, maybe Toronto Raptors fans will go yeah. to Stella and, oh, we don't want shit. We don't want that guy. He's shooting under 30%. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I have no concern. Once they get a player, I, I don't know that he's a 40% three-point shooter, but I have confidence that he'll be an above-average three-point shooter mm-hmm. when the time comes for it to really matter. Elman, next. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next question. <laughs> hey, guys. It comes from at Alex underscore BowlerJack. Who wants to know which food belonged to a single specific holiday? Is pumpkin pie only Thanksgiving, etc.? He's he's asking, are there any foods that are you only eat on one holiday? Which mm-hmm. food belongs to a single specific single holiday? holiday. You, you couldn't even imagine it. I have one. I have one. Yeah. Um, Heart shaped box candy. You're not going to get it. Box candy. You're not going to get box candy. Like well, yeah. If you go the candy route, I mean, candy corn is box only of, box of chocolates. You can buy a box of chocolate for Christmas. No, no one, no one does. It's a, it's a, it's a Valentine's. Literally got my mom a little box of chocolates oh as part gosh, of her gift. That's wow. So sweet. Anywho, well, hope, <laughs> <laughs> it'll save. It'll save two months. But even like turkey, I mean, turkey is, uh, you know, associated with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But, yeah. But I've had turkey on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on other holidays. But candy corn is a good one. Candy corn for sure. Candy corn, yes. That's, it's a tough one because I think a lot of people do the same meal for Thanksgiving and Christmas. They do. My family does not do that. Um, Chris, I, we Christmas, don't do that either. We don't Christmas, do that either. Steak and salad. We do steak. We're going to do steak on Christmas Eve. And then we do on Christmas Day, we do like brunch, like do, breakfast. Yeah, we do. We do like, we do like, uh, <laughs> you don't lasagna, seem very happy. Like lasagnas. You don't seem very what? happy. What? You do lasagnas for, lasagna. for breakfast? Lots of lasagna. Like Christmas bre- breakfast? No, no, no. Breakfast casserole. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast casserole. Yeah. Which is good. I like it. Yeah, sounds good. That's great. Is there any others that are like very specific? Because I think you can make a pumpkin pie for Christmas too. That's the, that's the problem. Is do that people too do much crossover for Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving? Because okay, Thanksgiving about, would be the one. What about cranberry sauce? You could do it. That's the thing. I know is, you could do it, but I I've never seen cranberry sauce at a Christmas dinner. But it could be festive. It actually does match. Christmas yeah. it is a color match. That's true. My wife. Wait. My wife made a made a fresh cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving this year. It, it was it was good. So good. I still haven't had it. I'm it not, was I'm not a, I've never had it. It was delightful. That's not a it's delightful. Holding out. I'll never stay We also made a cranberry salsa. That sounds disgusting. Which was so good. No. It was not so, a chance. So delightful. I could be that's how I would probably dip my toe into the cranberry lifestyle, but it was so good. See, it was really it's away. really tough to cut a cranberry. I cut all the cranberries. It's really tough. Yeah, they're hardy. Yeah. It's a tough cut. They gotta live out there in the in in the elements. They do, they do. Hardened. Yeah. Hey guys, let's move on <laughs> to our next Twitter <laughs> question. And it comes from at Al Sexy Poopy Chi One. <laughs> Excuse me? Al Sexy Poopy, yeah. poopy cheat one. Okay. Yeah. Who wants to know who's your favorite between Paolo, Chet, and Jabari? I personally really like the potential fit of Jabari with Shane Giddy. So much spice. So much spice. So much spice. I I think that I would if I were to pick somebody, I would probably pick Paolo. But I still there's still a part of me that really leans Chet. 
because of the potential that he has. He's gonna like he's going to be a really good shot blocker at the NBA level. He can do so many things. He would just make this like the ultimate weirdo team in the he league. Would. And they would be really fun to watch. I think Paolo would he's kind of just like your normal like scoring NBA forward. But Chet is just, there's just something about him. And having him I mean, if if Poku ever gets good enough to be able to be on the court consistently, like having those two on the court with Giddy and Shea would just be unbelievable. So I would still probably lean Chet, just for the weirdo reason. Yeah, I uh, I, I feel similarly, and in fact, I would probably have Palo third, because um, I just I like those other two guys more. I trust them obviously way more defensively sure. than Palo. I think they fit the Thunder better. Paolo is obviously going to be a good player, but I just don't feel think like maybe not. He he might not, but I, I just feel like those other two guys fit what the Thunder are currently doing. Yeah. And I love Chet because the knock on him, I think is just, it, it's not going to matter eventually. Yeah. Like we've had players like this before where people focus in just on one thing. Every single time you bring up Chet, you have to bring up how His skinny weight. he is. Yeah. And I do not care. Well, and it's I was we were talking about Poku earlier and how I would sit, give give him the gift of sitting down and letting him know it's okay to run into people. Chet like if does you that. watch Chet, like Chet gets in there, he mixes it up every single game, almost every possession of the game. Yeah. Like it's something you don't have to worry about with him at all. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that he's on a a very good team, a veteran team. Yeah, he's playing with Timmy, who's yeah. like their Two star. Timmies. Yeah, and so I think you're going to see a lot more of Chet's like offensive arsenal when he gets to the NBA. Because mm-hmm. honestly, they don't really need or they do they just need him to be that defensive anchor yeah. for their team. And he's been great so far. And anything far. he gives them offensively is just kind of like a bonus right now. Yeah. But if you go back and watch like what he was doing in high school, like he was much more of an offensive force. Oh, yeah. And so I fully expect, especially if he goes to a bad team like the Thunder or like a, a developing team yeah. and gets the opportunity to spread his wings in that way, you're going to see like a completely different player. Yeah. Offensively. Yeah. And defensively, I just believe in what he brings. Um, I, I love Chet. I think, it would be, I think he would make this team so fun. And I think he has the, mo- or like right now, I think he has the highest probability of falling to three at, at, at least. Like yeah. if somebody of that group falls to four, like somebody really likes Jaden Ivey and he yeah. goes into that top three, I think it will be Chet falling to four. Gavoni has him one. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Does that surprise you? Um, it surprised me just because like I'm so like honed in on draft Twitter right now, and yeah. like nobody has him won on draft Twitter. I feel like. Yeah, I mean the the, the cool thing right now is Jabari Smith. Jabari, having Jabari Smith number one, you're very smart and know the draft well. Yeah. You know, um, which I get. I mean, he's been incredible. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Gavoni's one of those people that has been probably following Chet since he was like 14. Mm-hmm. So I that's encouraging. Yeah, I thought so too. I think it's encouraging for the class in general because like so many people have Paolo one. I think people really like Jabari Smith. I think that it it the strength of this top four is is better than I thought it would be going into the college season. Yeah, it's I mean you compare it to not last year, but two years ago. Oh like the Anthony Edwards Lamelo Ball. Yeah. It feels much stronger than that. Oh yeah. Yes. Coming into the draft. And obviously LaMelo turned out to be like incredible, but like coming into the draft, it feels way stronger. Yeah, at the top. it feels better. And there will be good players beyond them. We just don't have any clue who it is yet. Yeah. 
Okay, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Comes from at Thunder underscore Junkie who wants to know our favorite Krima movie. Favorite Christmas movie. Oh, I, thought you, I thought that you were saying crime. No, favorite crime movie. <laughs> favorite, favorite Krima movie. Favorite Christmas movie. I mean, there's all the obvious ones. Yeah. Um, like, I, I love Vacation, but one, oh, a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Very deep cut. Uh-huh. And uh, I only watched this movie because my mom liked it, and she used to make us watch it every Christmas Eve. It was this movie called A Child's Christmas in Wales. <laughs> it was about a, a Welsh kid in in uh, around Christmas time. Don't remember what it's about, but it's one of those movies that, you know, it just signifies the holidays for uh-huh. me, and so yeah. therefore I like it. Yeah. Like that. Mine is uh, a double feature. Uh-huh. A one, double feature? One is a made-for-TV movie. The second is a movie movie. Uh-huh. Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah. Muppet Family Christmas is, is so funny. The best. It is hilarious, and I love it. Because the Muppets go to Fozzie's mom's house for Christmas. Uh-huh. And then Sesame Street shows up. All the Sesame Street characters. See, we haven't watched that one this year. I think my kids have probably... Really, I, really I like think it. it's on Disney Plus, but I don't know. I think it is. But so it's like it, kind of like a multiverse scenario. It's one of yeah. those that that has come up on the TV when we're trying to figure out a Christmas really? movie, and my it's, kids all go, "No!" I'm telling, they you, don't want it. They don't want it. Do they? Do they like Muppet uh, Christmas Carol? No. Christmas? Do they like Muppets? really? Because that's my second one, Muppet Christmas Carol. Also very funny. Very good. The the Muppets are like legitimately funny when they're oh man when they're good they're so good Muppet they, Family Christmas they is have, it on Disney Plus I don't know I don't know if it is because the best the best thing about it is um, the best bit in the whole thing is there's at Fozzie's mom's house there's ice on the front porch <laughs> so every character that that walks into the house in the entire show and we're talking about 50 different characters walk in that you see walk in the door they all <laughs> slip on the ice so it's on youtube for it's on youtube yeah the entire thing yeah. is on youtube it's not on disney plus netflix amazon prime wow yeah and the, you go, oh 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 also they go and see fraggle rock oh my god they gosh. also go see fraggle rock and then you also just get some classic uh people that meet that like muppets and sesame street the characters that like that meet that never ever cross paths like Big Bird and the Swedish Chef. What? Who obviously wants to cook him for Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best. I freaking love it. It's so good. Uh, uh, I like Home Alone. Home Alone's good. Home Alone's good. <laughs> like Home Alone. It was on TV the other day. Home Alone. Now, are you a fan of uh, Two as well? Austin yeah, two's, yeah, Two's great. You like the Pigeon Lady? It's a weird subplot, certainly. <laughs> Because isn't, isn't Pigeon Lady has the same thing as Scary sh- Snow Shoveler Man from the first one, right? What do you mean has the same thing? Like oh, like, like, like the ominous like figure. He's scared of him, but yes. really it's a helpful figure that yeah. would help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I never yeah. made yeah. that connection. Yeah, it's mm. true. Uh, Trope. They made it work, though. Like, they made it work where, like, they did repeat a lot of the same things. Like, they did the same, like the house where everything is going to hurt these men that would definitely murder them in real life. But you know, they don't, they don't die when, you know? Yeah. Do you, I think Kevin probably should have been taken away from his parents after a time too. I mean, you're, you're the, you're the expert two times being left. You're the expert here. Come on, man. 
That's why you don't see him in Home Alone 3. That's why he doesn't <laughs> star in Home Alone 3. Do you like the ba- the wet bandits or you like the sticky bandits? Uh, I think I actually kind of prefer the sticky bandits. Really? Yeah. I like the wet bandits because they're not only going in and stealing from the homes, yeah. they're also ruining the home. I know, that's horrible. And so the cha- yeah. the chaos there is more. The sticky bandits, they're, you know, because they're sticking the hand into the, the, the pot to get the coins, right? Yeah. How much money are you getting from that? Like... Like three dollars. I just a feel stick. like they were a little bit more. They were a little bit more dangerous. They got a little bit closer to getting Kevin. If that gun wouldn't have gotten soaked, Kevin would have died. I don't specifically remember what you're referencing, but they had a gun. If if they had made it to a home on three with the same casket, they would have killed Kevin. Kevin would have died. <laughs> they how, tried to kill. I mean, that's the were. one thing you just don't think about. You think about, oh, it's such a nice story. They try to kill Kevin with, but the gun gets soaked with something. They go to prison. After both movies? Correct. How did they get out so quickly in, into New York? They snuck out. They, they got into a fish truck. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. See, I haven't seen it. I've, Simple. I forget a lot of these Duh. plot points. Um, yeah. yeah. I, like, uh, I like Home Alone because you get to see Kieran Culkin. Yeah. When, with his glasses. And you're like, that's, he, that's Roman Roy right there. Look at that. And he wets the bed. Oh, Buzz! Buzz just got arrested in Oklahoma City. He did get arrested for in Oklahoma strangling City. his girlfriend That's or something. True. Yeah, the whole Buzz. There, there's some rough, rough history yeah. there with the cast of Home Worst Alone. Thing about it happened during Christmas. You know, both Kevin and Buzz have been arrested like, in Oklahoma. Yeah, I feel like the strangling part is the worst part. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> if he would have done it at any other year, I don't know if it would have like got nash- more national attention. But like, this is like. Christmas movie, you know? Oh, strangling at Christmas? <laughs> at Christmas? But if it was in the summer, it'd be like... Hey. Did you read the story? No. I just saw the headline. It's head- a weird one. I just saw the headline. That's all I need. He got so mad at his girlfriend for giving away two autographed cards. Some some girls came. They were at Coyote Ugly downtown. Oh, yeah? And they wanted an autograph, so she handed them these two autographed cards, and he was so mad at her. Of that Buzz? They, of Buzz. Of Buzz. That he was mad at her that they that she didn't make the girls pay for them. Oh, it's Christmas, Buzz. It's Christmas. Buzz. Jeez, Buzz. Here's the thing: was it a signed picture of him now or a signed picture of him as a child? I don't know. I think it's a signed picture of Buzz. child Buzz. It should be. And does he sign it, Buzz? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's sad. If he does, sad if he does. Sad, sad Buzz. But hey, uh, Buzz. Um, it's good. See you later. <laughs> Let's go to our next Twitter question. <laughs> it comes from I am Kev Kev Bot, who wants to know: Would you rather get number one this draft, or would you rather get the number one draft pick this draft, or would you rather get number three and number four in the next draft? Oh, twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three, three, and four. Oh, that's interesting because we all know that. At least right now, for the twenty-two draft, it's looking like a top two yeah. of like generational stars. Yeah. But of course, there could still be play. I don't know who's beyond those guys. <laughs> I don't know the class well enough yet. Yeah. So it's an interesting question because uh, what do we get in this draft? Are we just you get, to, you get your pick of the guys that we talked about earlier? But are we getting no pick this draft? I think it's or we just don't get the number one pick. I think you, you just don't get certainty. You get with, those. Like you, if we but got you the number one pick this year. Two top four picks in the next one? Yeah. 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 Why would you not? I think that's probably the right track, just the way that people talk about the class. However, I would like to be able to just choose Chet 
yes, some but level. you're guaranteeing yourself two top four picks and then another pick that will likely still be high. Yeah. Or you're guaranteeing yourself a number one pick and then whatever, probably one the following season. Yeah. Yeah, you do want the most swings in the top five. So, yeah, that's probably the right answer. It's two, two top five picks in the following draft. Mm. And then, I mean, who knows? Maybe you do get the number one pick just out of luck. Do we get that option, Kev Kev Bot? No, it does not specify. <laughs> All right. So, I don't know. Will you DM him? Roll of DM the him. dice. DM him. Hey, let's go to our next Twitter question. Hey. Hey. Comes from at Phi underscore listen. <coughs> Who wants to know, could Aaron Wiggins turn into a Kenrich type player and let the Thunder sell high on Kenrich while having an in-house replacement? I mean, probably not. I mean, the odds of... You know, a pick in the 50s becoming a rotation player so incredibly low. However, I have liked what I've seen from him so far in limited minutes. But him becoming a legitimate top eight rotation player is like, it's probably not going to happen, you know. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, Kenrich wasn't supposed to be this either. So you just, you don't know, but. You don't it, trade Kenrich with that idea. You don't, yeah, you don't, you don't, <laughs> yes. Exactly. He has not shown enough Bet for you to feel comfortable. That. Yeah, no, you because don't. Because of that. Yeah, you, there's, you don't make any moves at all with the thought of Aaron Wiggins. It's like, uh, have you seen that? I mean, it's like, Mom, can we have like something? It's like, oh, we have something at home, and it's a terrible replacement. Yeah. Reminds me of that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, our next Twitter question comes from at Will C. Galbraith. <laughs> Who wants that's, to know? That's definitely how you pronounce that's it. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Who wants to know what are the most overrated Christmas traditions? Overrated. I was thinking about this. I just think that there's some there's a lot of really weird Christmas songs that we just accept. Oh, I could not the weirder the Christmas songs like the like are my favorites. Like, Silver Bells. Awesome. No, no, no. Silver, <laughs> Silver Bells is not weird that weird. Sea and Three Ships Come Sail Again. I love it. No, those are fine. Both of those are well, which fine. Which ones are you talking about? I'm talking about like... <laughs> choosing I, like the most like traditional Christmas songs. No, like I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Like why would we... How like scarring would that be to a real child to see their mommy kissing Santa Claus? Or The Little Drummer Boy is the weirdest song ever. Like, can you imagine... A woman just gave birth, and this kid just shows up with a drum, and he's just beating this drum. I think that is actually based on historical events. It is so, definitely not. That happened. It is definitely not. Do you not have a nativity scene with a, a guy with a drum kit? With a pearl drum kit? Hey, Mary. It's a weird song, and we have just accepted it and be like, oh, yeah, that's great. I love the little drummer boy. Like, What are we talking about here? Yeah, it'd be different if you had another instrument. Because I've had friends who play drums, and I never want to hear them play. I don't want especially to after, drums. especially after. Can you imagine somebody after Mal gives birth just coming in with a drum? They're like, oh "Hey, gosh. we're gonna do. We're gonna. I want to play this for your baby." It would. It's. It's uncalled for, and I don't know why we've accepted it for so long. The. Uh, the twelve days of Christmas. Did you know that five, I read, I saw on Twitter, five golden rings refers to a type of bird with a golden ring around it. Yes. Okay. So almost 
all of the gifts are birds. They're birds, yeah. And so every day, big bird. This That's guy another one. Giving this woman more and more birds, but she must like birds. But the other thing is that well, we've giving, seen it. We've seen this played out on the office, and it does not go well. It's, it'd be, it's crazy because the other yeah. Is, that's another one. What we've just accepted, like, oh, this is wonderful. Look at yeah. all these gifts. Like, no, like you don't want any of these. It's gifts. It's a bunch of birds. If that drummer boy came in, started off, I have no gift to bring. I'd be like, okay, well, there's the door. See you later. Get out of here. Yeah, and, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, other, when the other wise men there are, they're bringing. Oh, oh myrrh? frankincense Freaking and myrrh. myrrh. Like, Freaking dude, myrrh. that's like top tier. Wise, they don't call him wise for nothing. The best gift he could bring is, is silence. Like, just, just stop. Maybe unless he has an electric drum kit, where he's, he's only hearing it. He's just, doing, <laughs> he's just like pressing <laughs> the buttons, and like he's chopping just, it up. It's, it's just a pad. It's awesome. <laughs> I'll send you the recording later. <laughs> like that, that, that beat was sick. Here, Mary, put these headphones yeah, on. Let me listen to do, this do, do, do. sick beat. <laughs> really awesome. Um, any other Christmas traditions besides songs that like, we don't that like. we don't like that we're out on? I mean, as a kid, church. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, as a, really getting in my way. <laughs> as a kid, yes, it did feel like. It did feel like the longest church service <laughs> in the history. But on the other hand, man. when you got out of, and we, we would usually typically go on Christmas Eve. Yeah. When you got out yeah, of yeah. Christmas, and you knew that you're in the clear. Yeah. And the next like 48 hours there are is, just presents. That's no true. better feeling. That is so true. So it's kind of worth it. That's true. Uh, let me think. There's, there's, some, there's some Christmas movies that I'm just not too wild about. Like a Christmas story I don't like. I have no affection for it. Yeah, I like it, and it's on all the, like whatever whatever channel plays it, like twenty. What don't you hours. like about it? What's the what's the thing you don't like about uh, it? Any part of it? I don't like <laughs> any of it. I don't think any of it's <sighs> funny, and it's just like I didn't watch it when I was a kid, so I have no like. That's I think why people like it. Yeah, because they watch it as a kid and they oh, have like some like that is affection. That, for that it. is definitely like a huge part of like almost every Christmas movie. Yeah, but still, it's not. There's like very few Christmas movies that I think are like good movies. You watch Elf. Elf is good. Elf is good. Elf is good. Legitimately good. Yeah. Real, the first, the first like seventy percent of Elf is really good. I say the last thirty, I could just do without. But okay, well, I'll give you that. But uh, not all the Christmas movies are good. I watched Rudolph, Red Nose Reindeer, the puppet one. Yeah, that was good. Stop motion one, you mean? Stop motion one. Yeah. Yeah. They're stop motion, but they're puppets. Stop motion puppets, aren't they? I don't know if they're puppets. Is there a hand? Are they in puppets? Them? I think they're real. Well, I mean, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're, okay, yeah, you're right. They're not puppets. Well, I don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. But they're figure, uh, like figures, right? Would you call them figures? I don't know. What else would you call them? Figures. I don't know what you'd call them, but I don't know. Fuzzies. Fuzzies? Um, hey, guys. Fuzzies? Uh, instead of miffed and peeved, let's do some festivist airing of grievances. <laughs> are you ready to air your grievances? You got grievances? You, you were on a plane all day yesterday. You have to have them. Yeah. Oh, I, I have a ton. Uh, <laughs> I, I I woke up yesterday, got on the plane, found out that there were two stops on my first leg. We oh, flew to San no. Jose, then to LA, then to Phoenix. Miserable. Phoenix, not a great airport. But I actually wanted to tell you guys a story that I meant to tell at the live pod. Oh. And I've ooh. it's still been sticking in my craw. Oh, no. So when I flew home, that was back in November, it was the day that OU played Baylor. Yeah. And I was uh, watching it on my laptop mm-hmm. on the plane. How nice. 
modern conveniences. The guy in the aisle seat looks over and says, is that live? And I said, yeah, you can watch it on your laptop. Your iPad I was doing a little ad for Southwest. <laughs> you watch it on your phone. Uh-huh. His wife, who's sitting in the middle seat, says, oh, honey, do you want me to bring it up on your phone for you? He says, no, I can see it fine. Talking about my laptop. <sighs> and so for the next two hours, I had to watch this game, which I increasingly just wanted to turn off because it was a terrible game and I yeah. lost. Yeah. And this guy's <laughs> looking over his wife, watching it on my screen. I could see it just fine. Asking me the entire time about updates on the Michigan Penn State score, oh, like no. I'm some app. No. And then I come to find out the guy has no affinity for OU. He is not from OU. He's not root for OU. There's no reason why he would ever want to watch this game. He's not from Oklahoma. His nephew is on the golf team at OSU, and he thought we were watching his nephew's like football team the entire time. Oh my gosh. That is not okay. He wasn't even he wasn't even a fan of of he didn't even know nothing. He didn't know nothing. (laughs) Well I what I think you just need to. Well, that's what I do now. Now I I get in the in the window seat and then turn it towards the window so that no one can see. I don't I don't watch. I I take a book on a plane. Really? I'm a book. Oh man! Yesterday I was listening to music on my iPod, watching a game on my laptop, playing my Nintendo Switch. Oh, what you playing? I just tried to like envelop myself. What you playing? Nino Kuni One Wrath of the White Witch. You sure you're not playing Fire Emblem? You son of a Beach. <laughs> oh Luke lent me a game and I haven't brought it back. For like two years. Oh, really? That's fine. It's COVID. Not, I COVID. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't love the game. COVID. <laughs> um, uh, what, were miffed and peeved? Uh, grievances. 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 You got any Twitter grievances? Just things you see on Twitter that just bother you? Yeah, I, I have, you know, the joke format that's like, it started, it, it started, I think it started with, do you want me to believe a shrimp fried this rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, you want me to do X, the thing that did like, like the example is like, um, you want me to like, uh, <laughs> like you want me to, you want me to uh, like reindeers, the thing that killed grandma, the thing that ran over grandma. You know, yeah. that joke format. Uh-huh. I don't like it. I'm over it. Yeah, I don't particularly understand it. I'm over most Twitter joke formats. Like the no one, absolutely no one. Yeah. I hate that one. Yeah. When they get once, because like, the, you'll see one, it's like, okay, that's that's funny. That's original. And then you see like 200 based on it. I'm like, well, that's the worst part of NBA Twitter is like anytime anything happens in the NBA, you have like 50 of the exact same joke. Just flood your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So it's true. And then you just stop tweeting. And you just, you just stay away. Guys, this isn't really a grievance, but I had to do something and it, did it make me mad? Mm, no, but I'm playing a game that makes you like count your steps. Yeah. And you're rewarded for more steps. Yeah. What's that game called? Pikmin Bloom. <laughs> Pikmin Bloom. Pikmin Bloom. You grow Pikmin and you uh, grow flowers the more you walk around stuff. Wow. And they had a community. Oh, wow. They had a community day last Saturday. Yeah. And I, so you have to walk 10,000 steps. Uh-huh. Oh, so I finished, nice. I finished the day and like it's around, you know, nine. And uh-huh. I only have till midnight and I've had like 5,000 steps and I get Ooh. something at 10,000. So I went outside 
and it was like cold. Like I you had just to walked wear, around. Wear a headband. Yeah. Had to wear a, a jacket. Walk. How does it track your steps on your phone? Your phone. Gyrometer. Gyrometer. Yeah. So I just walked. Sling psychrometer. I just Sling. walked around <laughs> my parents' circle drive <laughs> until I hit Why don't you just do that steps. inside? You could do that inside because if you're just doing a little tiny little circles. Yeah, but then I'd have to like. You could like go on like a walk, so like go somewhere. I no, no, I did not. You're like a hamster. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Got, but guess what? Wow. I got those steps. I got those steps. <laughs> uh, we ordered Christmas cards from Walmart.com. We got shipped a random family's Ooh. cards. So it turns out through the the magic of Facebook that we had like a connection to these people that live in Mustang. We got them their cards. We don't know where our original cards went. Oh, they didn't go to Mustang? No. So we had, we were waiting. Like she said, my order's supposed to be here on Friday. We'll see. It's, it's some random family from like Idaho or something. Oh no. So you don't have Christmas cards. We got them. You got them. We eventually got them. uh, they're, They're wonderful. Yeah. We eventually got them. I had to call an order. I explained to the lady like what happened she did not care. She was just like, I will refund you. I will and I was like, but listen, like, I, I need these cards quickly. I will give you a refund. Like, no, no, no. Like, she's like, I've canceled the order. Now you have a refund. <laughs> like, the whole time I'm like trying to explain to her, like, can we get these rush ordered? Like, can you please help me? She's like, you can reorder them on the website. <laughs> click. Uh-huh. I've, Luke, when are you going to do a Christmas card? Because I feel like you're moving into your new place. We, we talked about getting an aquarium. If you could do a Christmas your card. Your bathroom looks really good. You could do it in your bathtub. In I the bathtub it, with the fish. I think a solo man Christmas card is not, not the look. <laughs> really? No, I don't think so. But it's letting it's letting everyone know you're still single, which could be a good thing. But if you had a, what if you had a dog? Yeah. What if, if dog, dog, then it's a picture of just the dog. What? No, man. no L-Man? No L-Man. No, I'm not doing Christmas cards. Do you want to do joint Christmas cards? Yeah. Friend cards? Friend cards. Friendship <laughs> Christmas cards? <laughs> I thought you meant Christmas cards. Ooh, we, you know, we could do a down to dunk Christmas card. Now I would do a down to dunk Christmas nice. card. Oh, that'd be nice. We could, si- we, we could nice. send it to people. Who would I see? Nice. Yeah. Well, we could have people on Twitter if they want one. Yeah, yeah. If you want a down to dunk Christmas one. card. Yeah, not we're, not, we're not There's doing no it. We're not doing not it. it. Not this side. Not this year. Maybe year. Too early. But the thing is about that, you have to get ready for that like in March, like in October. Yeah, you like do. You have really have to plan yeah, yeah. that out. We should take we should we should take a picture together and send out a card. The other thing is that once upon a time, Town to Dunk thought Andrew plays guitar. Taylor plays bass or drum. Drums. Jay plays. Oh, yeah, Jay plays drums. Jay plays drums. Yeah, Taylor plays bass. bass. I yeah. sing and we make a little Christmas song or band. a little Christmas band and have yeah. like a little thing. Let's still do it. But you have to realize in order to do that, you have to start practicing in like August. Definitely. And so it's like, there's no way this has ever happened. We're all pretty good musicians though. Like we could, we could get it together before then. Dude, I don't know. I bet we could do, I bet we could practice three times and be okay. Really? really? Yeah. Because my idea was, because live performance, could we do it? Yeah, but I would also think just put it on, put it like, uh, like just for this podcast, it's just like five songs of us. Ding, ding, ding. Playing ding, Christmas, ding. Christmas songs. <laughs> I think yeah. that'd be nice. Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock. I'm also really into right now um, singing Christmas songs, but replacing them with um, bad words. 
Okay. I really like it. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, don't give us any examples because I know what the examples are. <laughs> well, I'll give you one example. No. Yo, because this is what it's based on. When I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. there was this was like second grade or third grade. One of my friends got in trouble because he was singing Deck the Halls with Bows of Holly, but mm. he was singing Deck the Balls. Yeah. yeah. So the teacher called him up in front of that. The music teacher called him up in front of the class. What grade said, is this? Like third grade. Wow. Fourth grade, second grade, an early grade, yeah, not fifth. <laughs> Called him up and said, what did you say? You have to sing it. And made him sing it in front of the class. <laughs> Legend. Who was it? Yeah, I was going to say. I, well, I don't want to say because, because I will tell you after the pod. Okay. I don't want to embarrass him. He would be embarrassed. I think. Really? Yes. What, that, I feel like that's the exact opposite of what that teacher should have done. Because if, if any kids didn't hear it, then they got to hear it. And they're like, oh, that is pretty good. It was Awesome, and, and I thought it was hilarious. You are now a thirty-five-year-old man remembering it, <laughs> remembering it because of what the teacher. And did. now I'm making up my own songs. That's right. And wow. then because uh, the other one, this is this is not really related, but there was a thing in third grade where you ho- would hold your tongue and say like a regular yeah, word, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it sounds like a naughty word. Yeah, vacuum. And so, it word got around that this one person in class is doing it, and the teacher, same kid, different, different kid. Okay. Teacher said. So he used his full full name, like, you know, Alex Spears. It wasn't you, but say, hold your tongue and say what you've been saying. <laughs> and so he's what a weird held punishment. his tongue, said pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow. Can I tell you a really quick, funny teacher story? Yes. My wife's a teacher. Uh, so she was talking to a teacher from another school. And apparently, if you if you don't know any teachers, like these last two years have been like miserable for teachers. Like oh. kids kids are going crazy at I'm schools. I'm glad I got out of the game. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. And so she was at like a happy hour, and they were exchanging stories. And this one teacher was like, "Yeah, the other day, uh, I saw this kid after class bent over a girl in the class, just smacking her on the head." And it looked so violent and I didn't know what, like I obviously ran over. I thought he was like assaulting her or something. And he gets over there and it turns out he's putting out a fire because there's a kid in the class who is sprinting down the hallway right now who's been lighting other kids' hair on fire (laughs) in class. I don't know how he's doing it, like he's sneaking in matches, but he's been lighting kids' hair on fire and then sprinting away. <laughs> and that's like his bit. Dude, that's pretty good. It is pretty good. And other kids are just left to like put out the fire <laughs> on the other kids' and then, heads. And then, with the potential of getting in trouble, it's a, it's a perfect crime. <laughs> wow. That kid would be remembered forever. Yeah, the fire starter. Wow. The fire starter. Well, we're on... Uh, hour 24 of this <laughs> podcast. Thanks so much What's for listening. Up? Hey, Merry Christmas. Be careful out there. It's foggy. It's a little foggy. Hope you guys have a great Christmas. Enjoy it. And we will talk to you guys again on Monday. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner StubHub has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.